Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just got one more day to get through before we have regular DFS. Not that hockey's not important. I see our guy Austin Nadesify in here, and he's been cleaning up in the hockey streets, so that's fantastic, helping out the members. Big night last night. Of course, it looked like the guys who play hockey all the time took complete advantage of the guys who don't play hockey all the time. But look, sometimes that's how these things work out. But one more day, and Sidom, I don't know what you've been up to during the break, my wife was thoroughly disgusted with me on Saturday morning. I had a whole story about that for tomorrow's Hardwood show because I opt out of bed and she's like, where are you going? And I said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to play some golf. And she said to me, she said, do you even know who to pick in, in, in golf? Like, do you know any golfers? And I said, well, look, honey, sometimes it's better if I don't know the players' names. I mean, that's kind of the way it goes sometimes. So, Sidom, how is your break going? Have you jumped into the hockey streets? I know you were... At least I saw you talking in the PGA channel over the weekend. How's it been? Fill us in. couple of minutes. We'll get into this and get into the draft. We'll count down for you guys who are trying to get in there with us. C-Dome, what's going on? Yeah, man. No, the, the break's been good. Uh, I went to Cabo last week. I enjoyed that for Valentine's. Couldn't complain. Uh, and then got back. Next day, I went to the Genesis tournament. I don't know if you saw, but I was like hand in hand, right face to face with Tiger. It was an awesome experience. Uh, that course is electric, man. I don't know how much golf you play like physically, but 
I got to tell you, that's one course I definitely want to play at because that is it's a very tough course. Like when you're there personally, you don't realize it till you're there. Uh, a lot of fun. Play PGA. Uh, I always play PGA, though. But NHL, I got to say, JT, never again, man. I dipped my toes in the 444. That's $444 I'm never getting back. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the guy who won apparently that tournament last night is the number one ranked NHL DFS player, and and he was saying, "Hey, I can't wait till this week next year because normally when he's winning those, it's fifteen thousand here, twenty five here, maybe a third place for four thousand. Nothing going on. Perfect night to have that big tournament. Sharp move by DraftKings. Really happy they did it because listen, anything can happen. And and like I said, our guys, Matty Ice." And Austin are great at the hockey content. But just a night where, you know, those guys who are able to multi-enter, do the 15, 18 into it because they're always playing it, hit those top stacks that are under-owned. It was Toronto. It was Carolina. And if you didn't have those, it was pretty much lights out. But we'll get into this. And, and as a matter of fact, I don't play a lot of golf, but my wife has been wanting to go to Top Golf, and she likes doing this in the afternoon. We have a few beers. So I got to spend a little time with her on Sunday afternoon and uh, did some top golf, watched the end of the tournament there. I had about 25 lineups in. It wasn't terrible, but yeah. certainly looking forward to baseball season where not only do we know the players, but I know the game. I know you know the game. You played like I did. I still play. I'm going to Panama City Beach tomorrow, actually, to play in a weekend tournament. So we're going to hit on this C-Dome. We're going to jump into the dinger here. I'm going to pull it up here, and we'll count down here in a second, guys. And jump in there. Before we count down to this, go ahead and hit the like button. Follow me at JTA's Jr. on Twitter.com. Follow Steve Dome if you don't already. Fantastic content. He threw up some great pictures of Cabo last week. And if you're not already a member, which I don't think you're watching this, if you're not a member, but if for some reason you're not, or if you have friends that aren't, if you have family that are not members, if your grandmother's not a member, JTA's 15 is the code to get 15% off of your first month's payment. See, Dome, you ready to hop in this thing? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's, uh, just tell me when to click and I'll be ready. All right, we're going to count down three, two, one for right. everybody in there. Three, two, one. All right, we are waiting for just one person, just one person. Austin, if you're out there, go collect. We were in that's a couple of drafts last night. And Mike Carr, if you're in there, come on, let's go ahead and get in there. All right, we're filled. So hopefully we're in the same one. What's your, what's your thought process been so far, like, when doing this? Like, what, what's typically kind of been your go-to as far as – because, you know, it's different for everyone. Um, but do you focus more on, on hitting if you're closer to the, to the top pick? Or, you know, how, how do you go about this thus far? Yeah, so it's interesting because my process at, at first, I was ending up with getting a lot of infielders early, and, and I've been trying to mix that up a little bit, but it's it's really tough with some of the value here to pass on like like Jeremy Pena, right, in, in the third round. Like I can't take I, I can't take an outfielder who's gonna be injured over some of these guys who are up and coming. I've been getting some stud pitching. Uh, rotations. I've been getting really good infielders because the stud catchers aren't getting drafted until the 16th, 17th, 18th round. And I'm kind of taking chances at outfield because you look here at the outfield and you'll be on the clock here in about a minute, but you look at the outfield and the stud outfielders, man, they're going in the first round. Yeah. Like 
the first round, first round and a half. So what I'm not doing is I'm not chasing on speculative outfielders. Like I'm here at, at five. So I'm going to get one of these good guys. You're going to get one right now. I love yeah. that Soto's off the board. It's such a bad park shift for Soto. It's, it's just amazing. Not that he can't have a good year, but that second spot, I just think some of these other guys are better. Tough pick here, right? Because, yeah. you know, Jordan, Shohei, um, Trout, I'm just not going to take just because the injury, he's getting older. Betts is fine. Um, I'm just going to go with Otani here. I think he's the best player in this range. So now that frees me up because there's a lot of really, really talented pitchers in the second and third, actually all the way up to the fifth round where guys like Christian Javier have been falling. Brady Singer, who's a talent that I think can have a better season this year. He showed some promise at the end of last season. You could get him later. What I have been doing, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts, I haven't been pushing to get an outfielder because I'm seeing that I can get some of these guys. You tweeted about Estuary Ruiz, who's likely to start and play the whole season with 30 stolen base upside. You can get some guys like that in later rounds. Yeah, you know, like one guy I tweeted about today, you know, Eloy Jimenez. You know, if he can stay healthy, I mean, he'll have a fantastic season. Uh, and, and a lot of production's got to come from him now, right? Especially with Abreu gone, he's in Houston. Uh, so, you know, there's other guys too. Like, I really do like McCarthy. A lot of people are, are you know, focusing so much on the other stud, Carroll. Um, but we don't know yet really what we're going to get out of a full season of Carroll, right? You know, that, that's really just unknown. McCarthy got a little bit of pop. He can steal bases. Uh, he'll have a solidified spot in the lineup as well. Um, I really do like that Arizona team, different pieces of it. But, you know, this first round, I think Otani's a great pick. You know, you, you, if Rodriguez was there, I think, would you have taken Rodriguez over Otani? I would have just because, again, assuming health, right, you're going to get an extra 50 at-bats out of yeah. J-Rod than you are Otani just because he's going to be pitching and maybe taking it there. Although you don't know, right? I mean, that organization went through some changes, so they may view that a little bit differently. So uh, we'll see. But go on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, no, and, and for me, if Acuna stays healthy, I mean, he can definitely win the MVP. Um, that's just the type of talented person that he is. And, you know, I, I know that people might shy away because, you know, top three pick, it's hard to kind of invest in someone who has, you know, the last couple seasons does unfortunately get into some situations with injuries. But if he stays healthy, which, you know, everything's saying that he is, I, I think that this is a great year for him um, in Atlanta, to be honest with you. So I'm okay with that pick. I took Julio on my last draft, so I think that's why I kind of pivoted and went that way to, to Acuna as well, so I can at least have some shares here. But um, this Atlanta offense is, is an offense that we're going to attack in DFS a lot um, for sure. And so just Acuna, I think he's one of the best players in the league, and, I, and I'm okay with that at number three. Yeah, I think he's a great pick. Certainly a bounce-back candidate. He had a little bit of knee soreness off and on last year, which is normal when you're coming back from the ACL. He actually played fantastic for someone coming off of an ACL so soon. 
So I think you will see that leap this season. He certainly showed that he was feeling pretty good when he was playing offseason in his winter league. And extra sauce, I, I still play actual baseball, heading down to Panama City Beach to play in a three-day tournament. We'll see if we get into some games on Sunday as well. So spent the week throwing, hitting a little bit off the tee, getting ready for that. And got to get ready for my next pick because I got a decision here. And Yeah, so talk about it, man, because, I mean, these these available players right here, I mean, going down to, to Olsen Endeavors, this is stacked. Yeah, so – so Zabs, who picked just before me, took Austin Riley. That's where I was going to go. Um, I just don't love Machado. I'm going to go uh, Devers. I think they can pitch around. I'm going to go with Michael Harris. I'm going to go with Michael Harris here. I think the stolen bases are just too tempting to pass up. I mean, I like Sandy, but I've been seeing that I can get some really good pitching value beginning about 10 picks from now. And I look, he's great. The division got a little bit tougher. Cy Young Award last year. Don't know if he'll actually, you know, have that awesome type of, of season there. Marquee Music Group says Atlanta's overrated and overowned. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, this division, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here because. You know, you've got you've got some older teams here. I see you know, I see you went with Machado. I said I didn't love Machado. I, uh-huh. He's good, but yes. then I so see you said, is that because you can watch him in San Diego? Well, I mean, the thing is, this is he's going into like a contract year too. Um, right. Th- this is the end of, of this kind of deal, and you know what happens? Does he get the extension? Does he sign a new deal? Um, there's been an, hold on. I'm going to go right here. So this is, here, 14 this, this is where I get a little bit, uh, you know, difficult because I like Bichette. I like the Grom. I like Devers. Um, I'm going to go with Devers here. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you know, out of the three, but going back to Machado, I think the upside with Machado this season, I think they let him run more. I think they give him the ability to do what judge did this past year where judge was allowed to run more. He had more stolen base upside. I think that happens this year with Machado as well. I think also this lineup is so potent now. You're not going to be able to pitch around to many of these guys. You know, these guys are going to see, these guys are going to be able to see pitches. And um, so for me, you know, believe it or not, you know, this wasn't two years ago. This didn't happen. But San Diego, at least from the right side, it was, there was a lot of home runs. It Mm -hmm. became a, a hitter's ballpark out of nowhere, which is very weird. Like, it's just very, very strange that that was the case. Um, I, there's I, I, I like there's some speculation. Yeah, some speculation. Sorry to, to interrupt. Go ahead. You finish, then I'll tell you why that is, I think. No, I was just going to say, so I really do like bits and pieces of this offense this year, especially at full strength. I think they get a lot of pitches that normally Machado and like an Orioles lineup wouldn't have necessarily seen because you can't pitch around to many of these guys. They, they all can smash. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And there is – some speculation about the humidor playing a role with the uh, humidity, the air density, whatever it is in San Diego. I can't say it off the top of my head right now. I can't remember it, but something that has helped. And, and JSU, our guy JSU, is, oh, wow. uh, is in the draft, but not in the chat. Sneaky little fuck. <laughs> I mean, he needs you to get your ass in the chat and talk with us here. But uh, let's see what JSU does. Jacob DeGrom, man. 
he's he's putting his balls on the line early because Degrom is already limited. He's already delayed a little bit in camp here. So interesting, interesting pick here early on. Look, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, he's just he's just one of the best. He's just one of the best. There's no way around it, guys. Go ahead and hit the like button and follow us on Twitter. Cedome at JTA's Junior. What's your thoughts on Degrom? What's your thoughts on Degrom in the AL West now, in comparison to you know the NL East? I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it because I I have I have some picks here coming up, but I'm going to tell you in a little bit what I think of the AL West, and I I think that if he's healthy, there's just there's just nobody better. There's just nobody better. That's the, the 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 biggest question now. He goes from the Mets organization, which has been historically, and it hasn't really improved much yet, a disaster when it comes to player treatment, player injuries, being honest about players' injuries. I don't know whether or not what went on with him last year was a little bit of gamesmanship on his team's part because he knew that he was getting close to free agency and maybe didn't trust the Mets. So there's something there as well. So could could be a pick that really pays off for our guy, JSU. Um. I want to ask you about, you know, obviously these Milwaukee pitchers because they were, you know, pretty damn well good last year. Uh, What's your thoughts on Woodruff this season? You know, and last year, you know, for me, I felt like there was a bit of regression. Um, And I just want to ask you, like, do you feel comfortable rostering him this year? Or would you say go to like a Bieber where, you know, it's a little bit of a better situation in regards to the, you know, division and, you know, some of the batters that he has to face, especially the park. Um, so like, I don't know when I look at these two and like, it comes up to us, I just, I, I feel more comfortable going Bieber over Woodruff. What about you? There's been some news early on about some of the advanced metrics on Bieber. Now, to be fair, there was the same news last year, right? The velocity was down. Movement was down a little. He's a fantastic real life pitcher. And every now and then he can get the strikeouts going to where it's not going to matter because he's going to pitch seven or eight innings. He's one of these guys. And so this is exactly what I'm talking about right here. You asked me about the American League West. And I've got a choice here. Arenado, Verlander, Lindor, I like. Luis Robert and Buxton, health issues. My guy here is Framber Valdez, baby. I think that these pitchers in the AL West, yes, you have a, a better team in Seattle. Maybe some slight improvement with the Los Angeles Angels. Oakland, they're going to be developing. You're on the clock. Oakland's yeah, going yeah, to be yeah. developing. They're going to um, lose a lot of games this year. Texas, we'll see what happens. You get a lot, a lot of really good pitchers parks here. A lot of really, really good pitchers parks. And I, I like what I saw from Fram, Framber Valdez last year. So happy to take him there. Arenado, nice. Pick. I mean, I love him. I, I, you know, Valdez also gets to see yep. Oakland a lot, right? Yep. The, the bottom parts of the Texas lineup. Same thing with, with the Angels. I mean, typically when you're looking at pitchers, you also want to make sure that the division that they're in, they're relatively weak compared to the other divisions. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I was going to go with Valdez, but you took him, and then I was like, well, I might as well go Castillo because I think the second yeah. half – Castillo got traded. He showed a lot of upside as well last oh, yeah. year. You know, so – but I'm okay with Arenado. You know, this is a guy that you can rely on. There's power, doubles. He's going to hit. Um, you know, I, I think the St. Louis team's a little bit underrated, uh, you know, but they're always consistent and that's what matters. Yep. So I, I like him a lot. 
Yeah, and and people shying away from any of these guys. I mean, first of all, Houston, hard to believe they're not going to be playing meaningful games all the way through September once again. And that's what you want out of your pitchers here. You want to have more guys who are going to be playing meaningful games, pitching in meaningful games late in the season with the opportunity to collect and rack up those quality starts and strikeouts. So like that pick a lot is my so, first so here comes the pick. Here comes the pick that, like, I, I really just hope if he stays healthy – uh, he'll he'll have a great year. You're playing um, Buxton? Yeah. I mean, you know, if right. the stolen bases can be there too, I mean, this, this is it. So it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The reason why is because you have to take a chance on upside, right? And, and he's a guy that the power's there. We know he has the power. Can they? Can he now just stay healthy, run the bases? I think, you know, from what I'm seeing, they're saying that because the bases are smaller now, it's going to be much more difficult to be thrown out rather than to actually steal. So I'm just curious, like, how that translates into all these guys, you know, regardless of, of, of what player it is. But I'm just curious to see kind of what that takes for the stolen bases. So, and I need a guy that has, has stolen base upside, so I'm going to go with Bucks. And I love power, and, and I love someone that has speed. So I think that it's a gamble, but if he stays healthy, I think it can pay off. Definitely a gamble on health. I mean, you mentioned the stolen bases, bigger bases, the pitch clock. That's why I took my guy Bobby Witt here. A little bit early. Is the, is the I mean, base bigger or smaller? It's bigger. It's, oh. I think, 44%, 44% larger, something like that. Um, okay. It, it's it's I, a I significant difference. It's a significant difference. So wait, that's way too big. I mean, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. JSU is on the clock. Let's see what he does. He's got a choice here. Eloy, Javier, love Javier, Yelich, Abreu, you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, options here. Yeah, I really like Eloy. Mm -hmm. uh, I, this is a. I think this is a big year for him. Yelich, I think I can it's shy away from. Here. It's easier for me to to say no to Yelich. Abreu in the in the Houston offense is going to be very interesting. Like you know, how how does that look? Um, where is he going to bat? I mean, is it going to be like the? Is it going to be before Bregman, after Bregman? Um, I don't know, man. But I, I, of the of the of those three guys, I probably would have went with Aloy. And then you know, now it comes to the point where you know pitching is starting to kind of now. I got to start looking at pitching a little bit. And there's a couple guys here that you know we're gonna we're gonna look at. I'm curious to see where you go, but that I have super interest in in regards to the pitching position. Mm -hmm. JSU back on the clock now. Let's see what he does here. Gosman, Xander, Xander's a good pick. Robbie Ray, good pick. Ozzy, and he just hasn't been able to stay healthy for a full season. I think that do you like Gosman? Do you like Gosman this year? 
I mean, I would prefer guys below him. Like, I wouldn't take him over any of those guys. I, I would take Ray before him like JSU did. Yeah. Um, what about so, your yeah. boy? Let's talk about your boy Albies real quick. Uh-huh. You know, obviously a, a drastically different year last year. Yes, he, he was hurt. But, I mean, does he get the power back? So my biggest concern with him is it, it's not like last year was the first time he got hurt. This is a consistent thing with him. This is There's yeah. always something that's gone on. I like him as a player if he can stay on the field. Um, you know, I, I just think that ADP is a little bit too high for right. what you can get in later round. Like right now, I, if I had a choice between the, the top four guys, I would definitely take Xander. You know, I, pro- I'm, I haven't touched Brian. I'm not touching Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is a guy who's going to miss the first <clears throat> two months of the season. So, like, he has to play out of his mind to give yep. you value in this format. So, yeah. you know, Taylor Ward, ah, that's all right. That's not a bad – it's not a bad pick. But I think taking Tyler Ward there – or Taylor Ward there, excuse me, and this bastard, he took Urias. That's who I was going to take. Hey, and that's who I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn. Let's go with another guy who could steal bases in the outfield, Stephen Kwan. We'll take oh, him. I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked Kwan because uh, we'll talk about him in a second. Um, see, this is a, this is this is this is a very difficult spot right here. I, I don't. Want, I don't want to go. I, I love Xander, you know, in San Diego this year as a fan, but um, okay. I'm going to go with a guy that you know. I think this is a risk too, but. I, he has good stuff if he's on. Man. Musgrove? Yeah. Um, Glasnow, I, I just – I don't know what to expect. Yeah, well, Glasnow is tough, right? I mean, these guys coming back from injury are, for me, in this format, have generally been stayaways to this point just because I, I can have one of those guys, right? So I took a flyer on – who did I take a flyer on? It was a guy coming out. I'll, I'll think of the name here in a second. But I don't think you can fill up your team with those guys, right? So, like, Eloy or Luis Robert, right? I would have no more than one of those guys, right? Because I want to take chances on guys with upside, but I don't want a team full of those guys. You're on the right. clock. Yeah. And, and you know, once again, you know, I'm going – just there's so much power here with yeah. Reese Hoskins and, you know, this Philly lineup. So – I, I, it's hard for me to go. Nick Castellano struggled mightily last year. Um, it, it, he had some stretches where it was extremely difficult for him. And when you look at the the, the disparity between 2022 and 2021, it was astronomically different. I don't know what it was. I don't know if there was an injury or whatever the case may be, but I, I, I think that's a guy that his ADP is just a little bit too high right now. Now, if you think that if there's upside there, that's great. But you know, when I look at Reese Hoskins, He's consistent. He's got a lot of power. He does very well in that stadium. Um, I see nothing wrong here with just really loading up that power at the infielder position because as you get later on, it kind of dwindles out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Steve Kwan, uh, real quick, yeah. uh, by the way, and then talk about McKenzie. I want to ask you about Kwan because Kwan, you know, he's going to get a ton of singles, right? Mm-hmm. The question is, do you think that that stolen base upside, do you think he can continue that? kind of what he, what we saw last year. Yeah, I, I do, especially with, again, the bigger bases, the pitch clock, the fact that you can't throw over as much. Um, it's 
it's just a, it's just a matter of there's some outfielders that I like later, and and he's one of those guys where so my three outfielders right now: Otani, Michael Harris, Stephen Kwan. Yep. Stephen Kwan, I'm taking a shot on, right? I feel good about the pitchers. I feel good about the team so far, but he was there. I didn't want to take Castellanos or Marte. Older guys, really, really, and, and SJSU takes Castellanos. Uh, <laughs> but older guys with a chance, a greater chance to break down in season than Stephen Kwan, who has just been an on-base machine. So, you know, Castellanos will outscore him if he stays healthy, but I've got other guys that I can, you know, get into those roles later on that are going to give me guaranteed power. So, so I, I liked, I liked that pick there. Um, what about, Ch- what about Chisholm, man? You know, I, I was kind of yeah. eyeing him on the, on the wraparound coming back here, but obviously he'll, he's going to be gone. Um, yeah. You know, he's gone he, here. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, he's a top, what top, I think he's a top 50 MLB player, you know, Again, if he's healthy. So so it's it's when you look at these ADPs, right? Like look at this. Mitch Hanniger, 94. When's the last time Mitch Hanniger has been healthy for more than a third of the season? Right? Yeah. So so I mean, you just look at something like Starling Marte. Starling Marte missed a month and a half last season with an oblique. He's a year older now. So it it, it just it just becomes harder for me to see taking it, say a Suzuki, right? He was okay last year but he also missed time right and you look in this area and i'm like where am i going to get my value because i know there's value later that i'm interested in and the other thing to pay attention that i've noticed as i've been doing these is which which ones are and someone snagged jeremy pena that upsets me and that's i i know who it is it's someone in here because i was talking about him and i snagged him last (laughs) night so i'm fucking myself by talking you bastards but (laughs) Is understanding how far away you are from picking again and knowing whether or not you can get to a guy that you see a little bit further down the road yeah. is, is pretty important too. So, yeah. Uncat, thank you for taking Starling Marte because I didn't want him. Yeah. So, so what do you, what is your, are you looking here? Are you going uh, infielder now or what, what's your, what's your idea here? Fucker, man. You just took my damn pick. So, I've got three outfielders, three pitchers, and Bobby Witt. And I love this fucking guy. I love, love. No, that's not him. Huh. Ooh, I love this guy too. I'm going to go down a little bit to take a picture. George Kirby. Oh, yeah. Kirby, young stud. I mean, people might not know him, but he came on the scene last year. He's got great stuff. He's also in a division that also has strikeout upside. And that's where I'm going to go here um, with this pick. Now, listen, let me tell you, Giolito has stuff to be one of the top pitchers in the league. But once again, health is an issue. And then also, too, the control is an issue. If you if you watched him last year, he had a lot of issues with control, with walking guys. But I will say, though, he's in a division where there's a lot of strikeout upside. And so, you know, that's that's just kind of what I got to bet on when it comes to pitchers here. So. Um, I was going to go green first and then wrap it around with Julito because I, I think green also has a lot of upside this year. He has electric stuff, but it's okay, though. I can, I can settle for a secondary uh, Giolito here. Let's see if any of these guys take Hanniger because that, that, that's interesting to me. Like I said, I just, I just think it's way too early to take Hanniger. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I'm, I'm going to go with a, another guy now. 
I will say, though, um, you know, I thought last year he looked very well uh, majority of the season. And it's your boy. It's your boy, Kyle Wright. Um, so for me, from what I saw last year and kind of the consistency, uh, if, if he can replicate that again this year, I think that's a great pick here right there at the 100-yard mark. Man, I'll tell you what. He, he was good last year, but I can't believe he passed on Logan Gilbert. I'm going to snap him up. He is no, a steal. <laughs> He's a steal at 101. I meant to pick him instead of Kirby, but I went back and I saw Logan Webb, and I was like, oh, I read the name wrong, and then didn't realize he was above him. I'm so excited to get him, too. Now my pitching's pretty much set. Framber, Manoa, McKenzie, Kirby, Gilbert. If I get another guy later, fine. Now I can round out my outfield and infield. I really like Manoa, man. He's He's good. He's, he's really, just a horse. 25 quality starts last year. They just really, yeah. let him pitch so long into games. You know, you just you just can't beat that. Yeah. Zab's yeah. taking Hanniger. Bit of a speculation. It was there. very seldomly that he got rocked, too. Right. right. Very seldomly. And, I mean, you're playing in a division that all the all those teams can hit. Now, even yeah. the Orioles can hit now. But yeah. the thing is, is that he's he has great pitching location – he never really got out of control. And, I mean, that's a great pick. I mean, I forgot all about Manoa, to be honest with you. So, yeah, we've got, let's see, one pick until JSU. Let's take a look at JSU's team real quick, see how he's doing. Let's take a quick look here. JSU uh -huh. Red. So, DeGrom, McClanahan, Javier, Ray, Trey Turner. Schwarber, Cassiano. He's going with a Philly stack here. Mm -hmm. Tyler O'Neill. All right. All right. What's your thought on stacking, you know, with MLB best ball? Um, <clears throat> I haven't been doing a lot. It's a little of bit it. different. Yeah. I haven't been doing a lot of it in this format. Not, not full stacks. I've been doing twos. You know, I'll, I'll take – two guys from a team and two guys from the same team and two guys from another team. That's the same team. I just think you know, in DFS, when you're stacking, it's that same game. It's that game environment. And you want that game environment to go off. You believe it's going to go off and you need all those points. The stacks don't go off every day. We yeah. saw teams like the Phillies, like the Mets, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Padres, you know, the Astros. Those are teams that regularly though, had big games as a team. So I can see where it works. And I, I like the idea of, of what he's doing. I don't, I, I, I just, for me, I see a guy like, guys like Schwarber and Castellanos are, I just, I, I just worry about some of these guys that have been around a long time because the fall off is usually pretty quick. And so they're also not going to have Bryce Harper for the first couple of months of the season. So it kind of makes sense because, you figure they're going to need more production out of those guys. And JSU's back on the clock. Let's see what he does here. Jesse Winker. All right. Yeah, Winker with the Brewers now, you know. Um, McCutcheon out. Winker in. Uh, Down here. McCutcheon's another guy whose ADP is high that I'm just – don't have a lot of interest in. Yeah. I, for me, I, I think I'd rather go elsewhere. Um, you know, th this is an interesting kind of path coming up here. 
you got you got a couple guys that you know a lot of people are high on Verdugo um, this year. You know, for for a big season in Boston, uh, that lineup looks a little bit different now than than in recent years, especially with no JD Martinez now and no Xander. Uh, yeah. so, I mean, they're gonna you know someone outside of Devers is gonna have to come through, and I think they, yeah. they're they're relying on Verdugo for that. Who's uh, our guy, JSU? I, I had to I had to come on and defend my team real quick. I mean, you don't have to defend JT, your team. I had JT Hayes coming at me about stacking. C Dome's <laughs> making fun of my 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 Nick Castellanos pick. I had to I had to come in and defend myself here. There's um, no need no, to I defend just, yourself. I felt You're like coming on. I might as well come on and and talk it out with the boys as I draft. I'm trying to I try. I'm going to try and get JT to give the winners to us a little early, you know, so we can steal them from them. I do <laughs> like when him and C Dome are like talking, and then all of a sudden they're just like, "Fuck!" They st-, like the normal stuff you do when you're drafting by yourself. You're like, yeah. "Fuck!" He stole my pick. Like you guys did it. Like both one two at one point, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's that's funny." I did it with McCarthy. I, I wanted McCarthy. Someone took him right before me, and then I took Winker. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to get on and, and get the the pros takes on my my pitcher because I heard you guys talking about the Grom, mm-hmm. and you guys just not into him this year. Like is to to me when I see the Grom going mid to high thirties, I've seen him go in the forties in some of these drafts. That that to me is just too too late for the talent that he is. If there was no injury concern, where is he going, JTAs? As a, pay, going, as a pitcher in the draft. If, if there's – okay, so I'm going to answer the question, but then I'm going to tell you why you can't think like that. If there's no injury concern, he's the first pitcher off the board. It's not even close. Oh, Great so division. Yeah, so you're saying he's like literally the first one off, like he's, end he's of the, the first one. round, beginning of the second. If there's no injury concern. Right. But he's pitched about three-quarters of the season in the last three seasons. Now – you have to hold. What am I going to get him at the end of the year? Is the question. That's the question. Can, can I get him for a stretch run? Because the way I drafted pitching, my pitchers I feel like can hold up. I, I got three really good pitchers right behind them. I, I'm going to get another one. I, I feel like these guys this in this format that we have, where a lot of people are going outfield outfield heavy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't see as many people going pitcher heavy right mm-hmm. off the bat. I know our guy DC mm-hmm. in one of the drafts, I think he did it where like five of his first, I don't know, seven picks were pitchers or something like that, yep. which is like the most I've kind of seen where someone goes super heavy on the pitching side. But we're not seeing that a ton. I feel like if you're going to Grom, you definitely want to cover him with a few aces. You know what I mean? Like have have some backup for him. And if he's healthy, great. You've got multiple really good pitchers that you could have start for you in this format. Obviously, you need a few anyways and uh, give you good performances. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a decent gamble. I also think Buxton, he's another guy I've been getting. I think C-Dome sniped him, um, I'm pretty sure, a, a little earlier b- before I could get him. But I've been getting him a ton. I want to take chances with those guys and uh, my Phillies. I feel like the Phillies, just because Bryce Harper is uh, not going to be there for the first, I don't know, couple months of the season, I feel like they're all just taking a hit. And I love these guys. Like you said, 
the production's good. These guys are going to have to do the meat of the production. Reese, I'm mean, again, Reese, JT, later, Schwarber, Castellanos, Turner. I love Turner. I think Turner's going to be a beast this year. So uh, yeah. that's kind of. That's kind of my thoughts on the on the Phillies guys. You're, you're on the I mean, clock. You're on, you're on the clock. You got 15 yeah. Seconds. So I, I'm I'm going between Riley. I think Riley Green has a big year. I'm gonna go my yeah. guy. Uh, uh, this is tough. I'm gonna go Riley Green. I, um, I, I think I think if like if if Castellanos replicates what he did in 2021, which you know he was great in Detroit followed it up in Cincinnati and then came here to Philly. And I don't know what happened. I mean, it was, it, it was like a great spot for him too, considering the talent in the lineup. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The thing is, is like, he just struggled at the plate last year. So if, if this is a situation where he gets the production that he was doing the year before, then it's a great, then it's a great freaking play. Absolutely. And then, you know, when you look at the pitchers, DeGrom, if he's healthy all season, he's in a, he's in a situation where he's going to face Oakland a ton. He's going to have lights out games yeah. against Oakland, right? Uh, he's going to be facing, you know, that bottom half of the Angels lineup, predominantly strikeout heavy. And then, and then you have, uh, you know, Seattle as well. So this is a situation where he comes into a probably better, you know, more strikeout upside than in, in the uh, NL East. But then also, too, I think uh, of the pitchers, I think McClanahan's going to have an excellent year. You know, he's a stud. Um, he, he just makes people look silly at the plate. I think he's one of the best left-handers in the league, no doubt. And then Javier is right behind uh, JT's boys. So another situation you know it seems like you like attacking that uh that that AOS because you know just there's yep. always there's always strikeout upside there those are the teams that are always on the late slates too and you know th- those are always. T- those are typically the pitchers that always are coming up with the most uh, strikeout production so i don't mind it whatsoever all right someone took my boy uh, sale i was just going to take him cuz i want to say guy. JT, i took uh i took rizzo i just feel like getting him that late for the potential production you can get from him. If you can get another 30 home runs from him and you're getting him here late in like the eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th round, I, I just feel like there's upside there. I, I didn't see who was around him. That's the only thing that that's yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I didn't see who was around. Him, so that makes sense. Um, yeah. So the thing, just to, to go back to the Talk about okay. Joey Manisas real quick, JT. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, I like will, that pick. Let me finish my thought, though, on the ground, right? <clears throat> and it goes back to what C-Dome and I were talking about earlier. On these teams, I'm trying to take no more than two guys that have upside but also injury concerns. 
So like you said, you got to cover him. I don't want a team full of Jacob DeGroms and Eloy Jimenez, right? I want maybe one or two of those guys where if they stay healthy, even if one of them stays healthy, then, then boom, the rest of the team does what I think it's going to do. Now I have something that puts me over the top because people were not taking that guy as early and I get a, a considerable advantage. Um, I'm going to be on the clock here in 15 seconds. So you guys chat and then I'll come back to Manessis. Okay. That, that's fair. That, that makes sense. Kind of, you don't want to take a bunch of risky guys at different positions too. So if you take, especially when they're guys at, in your first couple picks, right, JT, that's the, that's one of the bigger things too. It's not like you're taking a risk ball down in the 12th round or something like that, where it's like, okay, I can, I can take more chances in the later rounds with guys, but some of these guys, you just, I feel like um, Tatis is going definitely later than he would. So like all those guys, you have to make, you know, you have to take stands on what am I doing? I think everyone's drafting Atlanta and I get why everyone loves Atlanta, but and I think they could be the best offense in the league. Obviously they have a ton of talent, but I feel like Atlanta just in general is being shoved in every single draft. So if this is another way to be different in general in these best balls when you're playing the big dinger and stuff, just fading Atlanta, just even though you like Atlanta, right. But Atlanta, everyone is trying to stack Atlanta. So fading Atlanta stats, I think is interesting. Um, trying not to go to Atlanta, Atlanta crazy um, in these best ball drafts because I've seen a, a ton of Atlanta love um, for sure. And that's one of the reasons, like, I like the Phillies. I think um, there are other teams you can get for cheap. You can get some cheap Yankees. Um, you can get some, uh, which makes sense for a stack. I think Colorado, Arizona makes sense for stacks because um, you can get these stacks way cheaper down the board. So even if you don't like like stacking the top tier guys, you can stack some of these other teams and get them a little later. The Corbin Carrolls, McCarthy, uh, Christian Walker, Kettle Marte at the end of drafts. You can you can make good, I think, solid stacks. Um, and, and maybe you still don't spend your top tier picks to focus on stacks. Maybe they're your favorite one offs or mini stacks, like JT was saying, where you just have two. And then when you get a little later, you start focus on like maybe a full team stack of a cheaper team. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think uh, I wanted to talk about real quick uh, this pick because I don't know if people know like much about this guy, but Jesus Lazardo came over from Oakland to Miami. Um, he's filthy. He's got four different pitches where he kind of throws all the same rate. Um he, he last year, if you compare the year prior, he saw an uptick in uh, K rate. You know, his walks were down. Um, his ERA was tremendously down. He is really coming into his own. Um, and, I, and I think he's going to have a dominant year this year. I think he's going to be great behind Al- Alcantara. I'm looking forward to seeing him this year. Um, so at Lazardo, I think, you know, should be on people's radars. I don't know if JT agrees, but I, I really do like Lazardo this year. I'm curious to hear his thoughts. Yeah, uh, Lazardo was a guy. <clears throat> he had great starts last year. He had really, really bad starts last and year. He got rocked some starts. <laughs> yep. But you kind of expect that out of someone his age, right? Still yeah. kind of learning to pitch, trying to put all those things together. As you mentioned, the underlying tools are, are just phenomenal. 
And I like taking him when I've got a good rotation otherwise. And that's where you're getting him, right? You're getting him at that ADP where you're already going to have, if you pick well, a bunch of good pitchers, right? Same reason I took Brady Singer. He showed a lot of promise and development at the end of last season. You've got a, a somewhat weaker division there in the American League Central. And I like the pick. So I, I get him at pick I, I don't think people realize. I don't think people realize, JT, how nasty Brady Singer's sink, sinker is. Yeah. It's it's nasty, and if he's on, they chase like a mother. Like they, it's it's just it, it. He's legit. I almost took him, JT, but I had to. I felt like I had just taken a couple pitches in a row, and I was like, yeah. all right. I was like, so I went with Jimenez because uh, this is another young star, stolen base upside as well. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what <clears> year he provides this year because we saw flashes of power also through him last year. So, but Singer, man, yeah, that sinker is just downright filthy. Yeah, and so. Yeah, when I look at the pitchers I have here, Framber, Manoa, McKenzie, Kirby, Logan, and Brady Singer, I'm probably done at pitching. If I get another guy later that's got upside, maybe I'll take him. But I, I like that. JT or uh, JSU took a guy that kind of had like an off year last year. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, do you think kind of this is a bounce back year, a guy who does have power? Um, a guy who's kind of been an intrigual part of this this Rays offense the last few years, but Brandon Lowe. Yeah, um, he, he could. He could. A little nervous about the injury potential yeah. there with Brandon Lowe. He's another guy who's had a tough time. But at that ADP, when I'm looking at what JSU's choices are in that spot, I mean, I think it's a they great They weren't pick. good. They weren't good, no. those choices. I'll tell you no. that right now. So no. I was so, scrambling too a little bit. I, I am worried. He's definitely someone I'm worried with the, the injury, I guess, risk a little bit. But I do think at the ADP, he's a guy I could clearly take a take a risk on, I think. In field in general, you're going to see, like, there's some I, – I think there's some gets, you know, down here that – yeah you know, in infield where I don't mind waiting. Uh, that that was one thing title and, and DC talked about. And um, I remember doing my first draft and I was just like, let me do the opposite of what they're saying. And let me just see what like a team looks like. If I get more infielders and pitchers early and, and wait on outfield just to see the difference. And man, there's a, there's a massive difference between like, the outfielders you have at the end and the infielders you have, at least in my, you know, obviously in my opinion and what they saw, I think was right, right on the money with that. So yeah, I took him and then I took Ryan McMahon. I, I got a nice little uh, Colorado stack going. So, <laughs> well, that's the thing. So <clears throat> same thing, right? I listened to that same thing of you take your outfielders early, your pitchers. We, we know you've got to get some pitchers early. But then I get into the third round, and I'm not liking any of those outfielders, right? I'm not liking the the, the injury prone guys, the Stantons, the you know even Verdugo a little later was fine, I think. But you know I can get Bobby Witt, right? I, I can get some of these infielders, and I can just take a guy now who's had 48 home runs over the last two seasons in Seth Brown, and is a young kid that number one isn't quite fully developed. And, oh, by the way, because it's Oakland, he may find himself in a different park in the middle of the season. He may find himself on a contender in the middle of the season. So 
I, I like getting him in the what round are we in? Like the six, three, nine, fourteen. What are we in the fourteenth round? round? He's also going to be pretty good. I think he's going to be batting cleanup. Yeah, yeah, so, and I, I, mean, I think I think he platoons a bit less than he has in the past. I mean, look at look at this. I mean, McCullers has never stayed healthy. Perez is an older catcher. He, he may be going to DH. I mean, Dustin yeah. May is a guy I've got on one team or two maybe just because I think he's got a potential coming back now from that Tommy John surgery to have a really good season, but still a speculative pick. <clears throat> yeah, I just – you know, with these last two guys up here, um, Mancini and Peterson, you know, both a little, <clears throat> a little bit older. Um you know, but I will say they both have pop, and I'm curious to see what yeah. Mancini does. What Sam, see what Mancini does this year at Wrigley? You know, um, I'm curious. You know how how he fares. So he he produced for Houston when he got traded, uh, and I think that alone is at least some positive signs. Don't forget he did have the recovery from cancer. He had the colon cancer or whatever. So I think that took some time to get back into alignment. And then Jock. The only thing I guess I could say negative about Jock is how they rotate out. You know, when all of a sudden yeah. a lefty comes in and they pull him out of the lineup, you might only get one at bat one game. You might only get two at bats some games. That's just how the coaching staff <clears throat> works with these guys in San Francisco yeah. for some reason. They do not let lefties face lefties and then righties versus righties. It's just like a, a reverse splits type of team. Do, do we think Haniger or Comfort, any of those guys, like kind of butts that rule? Or do you think no. they all just, no? No. no. Not I mean, one of them? they had. Who was it last year? Longoria. They didn't bump that role for him. Rough. Crawford. Flores. You right. know, you're yeah, but those are like – so you mm. think Hanniger, he he's still hooked when it's uh, – right? Like you think he gets pulled? I didn't even consider him just because he's played, you know, 60, 70 games a season. I don't okay. think that's going to get any better there. I mean, I feel like I just took the steal of the draft and Sean Murphy at – 15. I mean, I don't, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not fully stacking Braves, but there's, there's two Braves. He's that, a good get though at the end. Why is I he like getting that, drafted like, so, so late? All these I catchers. I mean, Salvi just went a few picks ago. I, I forget. Yeah. Where he, so people are taking Salvi. Well, Salvi's still there, but people took, I forget who came off the board. I mean, was well, it right? Was it right? Justin Turner. Fucking Justin Turner. You think Justin Turner? He's going to score more points than John Murphy. I don't think. No, so. I don't think so. absolutely not. Yeah, but you still got like uh, this is what I mean though. You go down the board. MJ Melendez is down here, way right. down. Cabrian Hayes. This is what I mean about infield. You got some of these. Uh, where is he? Miranda, I think, is down here. These are some of those infielders that like Brandon yeah. Drury is down here still. Yeah. So there's still some good like final pieces to to kind of finish out your team. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of like St. Louis pitching staff with like Flaherty? You got Wainwright, Nicholas. Like, do you, do you guys like any of those guys? Flaherty is a guy I've got on a couple of teams. Weird injury history, but he's fully healthy right now. And before this injury, he was fine for years and showed a yeah. lot of promise. I don't know how I feel about Wainwright. I, I mean, I know you're going to take him probably if I mention him, but. I can't believe you're not. No one's going to take Tony Gonzalez. 
I mean, the guy was just fucking. I, I I didn't take him. I'm taking a shot on Flaherty. You know, if May's healthy, man, May has electric stuff too. You know, strikeout upside, but it's the health. You know, it's crazy. But we're we're looking at so many yeah. players this season where yeah. you're skeptical because the consistency of injuries and then something happening, and then all of a sudden you're not getting any production from them. Yeah. yeah. Do we think? Uh, do we think Bader, kind of what he showed in the playoffs last year for the Yankees, do, do we see him having a full-time role within this offense? If he could stay healthy. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, too, is some of the other guys might not stay healthy. So yeah. if he can stay, well, like, you know, stay in and, you know, I, I think if he's healthy, he's going to find his way to a lot of playing th- Like, he's going to have a lot of playing time yeah. just because – um, I, I can't see how all those guys stay healthy where, like, he's going to be out, you know. Yeah. JSU, someone drafted Aaron Hicks yesterday in a draft I was in. Really? What round? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the last one. It's probably it's right around here. It's probably right around 17. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, I see so many better picks over over him just looking at it. It's tempting to take Tony Gonzalez. It really is. Take him. He's your boy. You just talked him up. But I, I can only get so many pitching points. So, how many you got right now? How many pitchers you got? I got six. Yeah, that's normally where I saw the. I got six Grisham. too, and I'm, I think man, I'm done. You know, Trent Grisham, man. You know, a lot, someone who goes with Gonzalez. So I was either going to go with Trent Grisham, <clears> or or this guy who was formerly on JT's team. I think he's going to have. An incredible year in St. Louis. Uh, huge power upgrade from Olina. <coughs> um, just a stud at the catcher position. Uh, you know, you're getting 20 plus home runs, a lot of doubles. Uh, you know, I think Contreras great great spot here here yeah. in San or St. Louis with that offense. It's a good pick. But Grisham, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, he, his defense is amazing, right? And but he's got power, man. He's got pop. He could he could have. He could easily, with with what's happening with this offense, he might get some opportunities where there's walks ahead of him and he gets more potential opportunities at the plate. I think he has 20 home runs this year. Yeah, he, he just got off to a bad start last season. And <clears throat> if he can avoid that this season, I think it's a good opportunity for a bounce back. Cullen's talking. He said, I just took JT's son, Austin Hayes. I, I, I don't hate it, but I've been a little bit lower on the Orioles overall compared to other teams, given the park and the division. And with a guy like Austin Hayes, I just don't see that platoon changing for him. Right. So I see him starting against lefties, not getting as much opportunity against right-handed pitchers. So um, I don't hate the pick, especially later, but it's just tough for those guys to really put up a ton of production. I've been lower on the Orioles too. The one guy, Gunner, I think I have a little of Rod Rodriguez. I think it's, it's yeah. those two young guys. I think Adley. I took a little bit of. Um, yeah. But outside of them, I'm I'm kind of with you. I feel like people are are higher on them too, like in general, some of those guys. So. Oh man, Miranda, oh, yeah. great great young stud for people who I like that it. pick. He's got pop too. Mm-hmm. Like him a lot. 
you know, e Evaldi, he's with Texas now, you know, I just, I, 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 I'd rather go, I'd rather go elsewhere. Texas so is, Texas to me, it seems similar to the Mets, right? What they're doing, which is like building the best fantasy team on paper that you can build. And then we'll see how it works out. You know, I, I mean, I don't think they needed to sign all those pitchers. I honestly would have preferred to see them maybe, and maybe it's not time for Rocker uh, or um, or Lighter, but I don't know. I, I don't know. They spent a lot of money that I don't know how much of that is going to be is going to be thought of as well spent years down the road. <clears throat> and Drury's got a new home in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah I, I like him there. I think. He's going to have some opportunity for sure. Yeah, that, that one through six, man, you know, because they got Hunter Renfro too. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and you got you know ward you know taylor ward he started off so hot last year and then kind of the league kind of adjusted right they they knew how to pitch to him and then he just struggled for months. I remember people just kept rostering him in DFS. But then in September, he had an electric September. It's like he adjusted to the adjustments that they made. And so this year, I think that's kind of what we'll see from Ward again. He's already gone off. He's already off the board. But it doesn't matter. Those first few batters in that lineup, man, it's going to be uh, quite interesting. If, if Rendon can stay healthy and if his pop is back, could interesting. Yeah, I... I definitely, I definitely think that they makes the the guys outside of like the main to like like I'm not trying to draft Trout or Otani unless like I just fall in a spot where I have no choice but to draft or feel like I have no choice but to draft Otani. Um, he's like one of those last outfielders left, and I'm at like nine or ten overall, and he just falls to me. But I'm probably more drafting like you said, Cedom, some of like the outside guys like the juries. Yeah. Um, like the wards and stuff and hope, you know, they pitch around them. They get more opportunities with those guys on base and, you know, yeah, I, I like the idea of those taking one or two of them. Of the, of the picks, I've got Otani on this team because of the picks right around him, it was him, Trout or Betts. And I'm like, I'm not going to go down. Yeah, you got to go Otani over those guys, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I, and I wasn't going to go down at Jose Ramirez, even though I love him, just because, like we talked about, infield deeper later on, you get a stud outfielder early on, you're right. like, all right, I can, I can move around. All right. Yeah, 
Jose mm-hmm. Ramirez to me is like he gets he is the streakiest, hottest, and then he'll get cold and then he'll get smoking. Like he's the perfect guy when he starts hitting in DFS, you just ride him. You just keep playing him. You just keep playing him. Like he, he's a really prime example. He'll get up to like, you know, 6K, uh, you know, in DraftKings, 6'1", somewhere in that range because he will just get really hot. But I, I love, he's, he's streaky. He, it's good for DFS, though, for sure. I love these drafts. So someone just took Marcus Stroman and left Hunter Brown, who's going to be in the Astros rotation. on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so going fun. with the known JT, they know Strowman. You know they they, right. they know who he is. They go with the name. Playing the name game. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are picking by name. It's the only way some of these guys are getting drafted. So what are we in the last two rounds now? We nineteen. Yeah, not, we're going. Yeah, to yeah, nineteen and twenty so coming up. Where are your teams at? Let's see, see Domes. What does he got left? So I got to fade one more guy, and I can get my guy. I think I'm going to have to draft him. I won't him. say it because I think I know who you – I'm going to have to draft him around early because <laughs> I, I think he'll get sniped. Oh, I definitely know who you want now. He'll definitely get sniped if you don't take him. Oh, yeah, he's going to get sniped. But, you know, I, I got to say, we'll see how this goes. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to get him. Um, this kid, man, you know, when you look at – I don't know if you guys knew, but he had over – combined last year, last year over 80 stolen bases. Uh, 80 stolen – what are you laughing at, JT? I'm just laughing at taking Ozuna over MJ Melendez. I mean, I mean, like, whatever. Oh, you took MJ. Darn it. I did. Was, yeah, I, I, I like – I, listen, I would have won MJ, but uh, I had to get my boy in. Plus, I already have enough – I already have all the power in the world in my uh, in my infield, so I'm not, I'm not even stressing it. But, yeah, that kid Ruiz, man, he had over 80 stolen bases combined last year. Like, that's fucking insane. He's, yeah. he's right behind uh, – I was looking it up, the metrics, like – Carroll's is is in regard the fastest guy in MLB, Corbin Carroll. And then behind him is like in that top five, I believe is Jose Ziri and Ruiz. And then I forgot like, you know, the other two guys, but I couldn't <clears> believe <throat> that Carroll was the fastest freaking guy. I'm going to pull up C-Dome's team here. Musgrove, Giolito, Wright, Cortez, Luzardo, Anderson. Machado, Devers, Arenado, Hoskins, Rizzo, Jimenez, Contreras, Acuna, Buxton, Mancini, Peterson, Lane, Thomas, and Estuary Ruiz. So there you go. Yeah. JT, you think uh, the the Grisham kid, the Vaughn Grisham kid, you think he gets held in AAA for a while? So there was a report. There, there was a report that he might. I, I don't know what they're going to do here. I don't know what they're going to do. He, he started out hot faded a little bit and then he really didn't play the last month of the season and i just don't know what they're gonna do i've seen him being taken like right around now i yeah i think he's an okay speculative pick but that's all he is is a speculative pick that i mean like it's between him to brian hayes 
They're both the same to me. I mean, Hayes yeah, will play if he's healthy. Hayes, Hayes will I'm play if he's Hayes. healthy. He's definitely going to be on the opening day roster. He's definitely going to be the opening day third baseman. You can't say that about Grissom. <clears throat> yeah. Colin says seven pitchers is a lot. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it depends it, on where you're taking them too. Like who yeah. like the pitchers they are, I think it kind of depends on the team and how you how comfortable you feel about your pitching staff. But if I don't like any of the general. players, yeah, if I don't like any of the players around these guys, and I've I've got so now with these seven pitchers, I should I should have an opportunity to lead. Like my pitchers are the same on every team. I should have an opportunity to lead in pitching points every single week, given these guys, and I'll take that. I'll take that over, you know, taking Michael Brantley, right? Like, I'll take that instead of some wildly speculative outfielder, even if it looks like a lot. Yeah, I mean, I normally go six, but, you know, I think yeah. like the six, seven, seven, or the six, six, eight builds mm -hmm. are probably, that's probably normally where I'm landing between those two, yeah. where I got six pitchers. But if I get, had seven, I think if I had seven, though, I, I probably missed out on some of the top-tier ones. Like, I probably don't have a DeGrom, a Cole, a Scherzer, a McClanahan, all, all those kind of top-tier guys. And I'm picking, like, my first pitcher is, you know, <clears throat> starts out after all those guys are off the board. So so what do you all do in this? Uh, sorry, I mean, you already went Rodgers. Uh, do, do you just – do you have any guy that you specifically – or anything particular that you're looking for in the last round that you just want to take a home run on? Well, for me, it was, I went with my stack, my second stack. So I just went with, cause I had Colorado. So I just wanted to, it was for me, it was between him and Alejandro Kirk, just cause Kirk's got power and pop. And I think he's got upside in this spot. I didn't need an outfielder. I wasn't going eight outfielders. Um, so that that's where I was leaning. And, uh, then Grisham was the other guy. So, and I already took some uncertainty on my team. So I didn't want to um, add to it, especially with like Brandon Lau on my team, who's got injury concerns in the infield. Like I just didn't want to add another guy who could possibly not be on my, my team for a little while right. or who knows how long. So that that's why I, I was just like, I'll just go my stack for my final piece. But Yeah. Yeah, my, my last guy, so I'm up right now, um, you know, he came out of the San Diego farm system. Um, he got traded in that Soto trade. He's going to be starting this year for shortstop for um, Washington. And, and, you know, here's the thing is C.J. Abrams, this is the year to, like, let us know if he's for real or not. He's super fast, tons of speed. Um, he could easily have 30 stolen bases this year with that type of speed that he has. So, you know, for me, if I can get some of those categories, you know, you're not looking for at power at all with this kid. You know, you're looking at just if he can get on base and take advantage of stolen base opportunities. So that's my last pick. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a home run lottery pick, but he's a starter. He should be starting, um, at least from what I've been reading. And, um, you know, he was one of the top prospects in uh, in the farm system for San Diego. So I like taking a shot like that, like at the end of the draft. How far was mm -hmm. he down, C-Dome? He must have been pretty far down pretty down I don't yeah, think anybody's taken him yeah no one's really taken him but <clears throat> I mean I guess it's just one of those things that he's a guy that 
last pick of the draft. I already have enough power and like elsewhere that I already wanted to attack. So I might as well go for a yeah. category where maybe I can make up in. It's exactly what we were talking about, right? With taking you, you got a team that you like, whether it's somewhere in the middle or somewhere at the end. You're you're gonna I'm just gonna speculate, right? If, if that guy, if CJ Abrams plays anywhere near his talent or projection level when he was at the minor league level, you're gonna have a leg up on a bunch yeah. of these other teams. Yeah. All right. Like so there we go. Let's see. Let's just take a quick yeah. look before we finish here. We'll see what uh, C-Dome's team is. Give you guys the uh, uh, the view here. So Musgrove, Giolito, Wright, Cortez, Lozardo, and Anderson. Machado, Devers are a very strong infield crew here. Uh, Hoskins, Rizzo, Jimenez, Contreras, Abrams, Acuna, Buxton, Mancini, Jock Peterson, Lane Thomas, Estuary Ruiz, right? Yeah. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good. JSU. I would, I would say I would say I'm um, you know just a little bit weaker than probably both of you in in the the pitcher um, area and that's okay though as long as these guys can be consistent I think I'll make up for it in the power and the speed that you know the offense has so but I, it's okay I think it, it's hard when you're when you're focusing on one category to try to get a leg up in the other one as well. I, this yeah. is a good example of though, you know what we were talking about with like you started picking picture at pick seventy, you know, and that's that area where I was like. Okay, like if I start my teams off there, I don't mind going a little more pitcher heavy, taking a seventh pitcher or something like that, right? Like, I I think you're fine where you are, but these are the teams that I think where you could go a little heavier on it, yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, and again, you've got a bunch of guys with that you speculated on, right? So you've got guy, you know, if Anderson continues, if Lazardo takes that next step, you know. Does Kyle Wright continue? Does Giolito stay? So those are all decent, decent upside picks. JSU, DeGrom, McClanahan, Javier, Robbie Ray, Martin Perez, and Flaherty. Then we've got Trey, Crone, Lau, McMahon, Drury, Cabrian Hayes, and Rogers. So a Colorado stack in there, three-man Colorado stack. Schwarber, Castellanos, O'Neal, Jesse Winker, Riley Green, Blackman. So four from Colorado. Mm Mm-hmm. And Harrison Bader, of course, we all know about the course field advantage. So definitely a, a good idea to take guys from that team. So not not as speculative, maybe a little bit on the outfield here with expecting Winker to have a ba- bounce back season. O'Neill is going to start, whether it's in center or in left, expecting Castellanos to bounce back a little bit, but overall a very strong team. And then mine, Framber, Manoa, McKenzie, Kirby, Gilbert, Singer, and and Brown, Witt, Gunnar Henderson, Will Smith, Sean Murphy, Miranda, and MJ Melendez. So three catchers, but three of the most talented offensive catchers in the game. And then Otani, Harris, Kwan, Manessas, Seth Brown, Grisham, and Jared Kalenic, who allegedly has showed up to camp with a completely revamped swing and is just mashing the baseball. JT, you win the uh, you you. That's the that's called the youngster squad right there. You just picked the like your team is just filled with like young, they are, they super they are talented. Young, that is like the young the that that is like the youngster. JT don't want those old vets. He wants the young, up and coming, uh, talented uh, kids. There's, I see what there's, you're doing there. There's, I mean, but that's but that's what we were talking about, right? Like Giancarlo Stanton has amazing power. He's massive. He hasn't played a full season. I don't know how long, right? Yeah. 
I can't get judge because I don't have the first pick. So it's sort of like when you get into that, that mid range of outfielders, right? It's like, no, I, I, I took wit and Henderson and Stephen Kwan instead of those guys who are names, but who are older names that have been hurt and injured and maybe had great season last season. But we know that doesn't translate year to year, right? So it, it could for the very best. It absolutely does. So even your pitching staff, though, like you did this very similar thing. Yeah, you got a couple of that, like a couple of vets, but like for the most part, young, yeah. up and coming, could 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 easily exceed their ADP, right? Every single one of those pitchers in right. in your eyes easily could outdo it, but they're still young. Um, some people, you know, have heard of them, but they're not like guys that people are talking up too much. Right. right. Manoa was a great poll, I think, where, where you got him kind of in the yeah. 50s range. But uh, Logan Gilbert, another guy, super nasty stuff. So, yeah, that's probably that's probably the difference in our teams. I got a lot more like older vets, yep. I, I think, that could they break down? You know, yes, could they do it? The, yeah, that's probably more my issue where you got the, the younger squad. And then C-Dome just pounded the infield. He. He, yeah. His infield's so strong. So yes, and and that's one thing. If you focus on infield in those middle rounds, you're going to steal a lot of good infielders just because of the way people are drafting. They want outfielders and pitchers. So, and just just to highlight that on a strategy note, before we get out of here, thank you guys for watching. Hit the like button. Follow me at JTH Junior on Twitter.com, and remember JTH 15 percent off your first month's payment. Follow C Dome. Follow JSU. JSU. Fantastic on Twitter. You get to see the winning lineups all the time. It's lovely. But <laughs> most, most I'm, the, of, I'm the worst on Twitter. You don't have to lie to the people here. I, I'll send a tweet uh, like every six months. That's all right. That's all right. It's entertaining when you do. The uh, <laughs> the thing is, mo so most of my teams are like this, right? You see I've drafted 12 teams. Actually, this is my 13th team. It's not coming up yet. But like now, what I might do, JSU, because most of my teams are like this, and I'm probably going to end up with 30, 35 teams on here between now and opening day, right? That's fair. I don't need to max it out. But now I'm going to do some the way that you guys did some, which is who are the household names? I get to my round. I get to my pick. Who's the household name out of those four guys that I think is probably going to have the best season? Instead of I'm going to go down and take the kid that I think has been good but may turn into great this season, mm -hmm. right? The guys that may, that have been like, they're going to pop. And then maybe this is their all-star year. So you do that and you do enough of that. And then maybe even some teams where I kind of mix it up because a lot of these guys you can get later than some of those other guys. And then you get a full rounded group of teams because it's, these are $10 a piece and you do 25, 30, 35, whatever. And then boom, you're kind of filling it out and giving yourself a chance, get into that top 10 at the end of the season, have a team that stays healthy with guys who are going to be playing meaningful games in September when it matters. JSU, anything left to add for this edition of the Underdog Fantasy Draft? No, not. It was fun uh, drafting, talking with you guys. Probably do a few more drafts uh, tonight since uh, we don't have much going on outside of hockey, which I'm yeah. uh, not a big hockey goer. So uh, I'll probably be in the best ball street. So do a few more of these, but it was fun talking it with you guys and, uh, Hope the people enjoyed the uh, show. Yeah, thanks, Robin. And C-Dome, anything to add? 
No, no. Uh, it's nice to do these early because these ADPs are going to change very soon. Um, you know, some of these guys who were getting late, then that's not going to happen anymore. You already seen Corbin Carroll. He's been he, he's been getting touted so much. He's almost breaking top 45 ADP. It's insane. And, and for someone who we haven't seen anything out of, so it could be great. Or, you know, how these young guys, sometimes it takes a couple of times. It reminds me of Damian Pierce this year. There you go. There you go. So. Who was he, so bad, I don't even remember who he is. He was, he's been <laughs> pumping him up the last, like, three shows. DC's just been stroking him constantly. So we, they got the DC stamp of approval. DC might have moved him up a few spots in the ADP for the, for the underdog dinger. I, I don't nice. know. But I remember Beautiful. him going, like, way, uh, way later than what he's going. I don't even know where he went, but it had to be, what, in the 40s? Somewhere in, like, the pick 40 range? Yeah, uh, I've, I've listened to some podcasts, and I mean, like, they're just – these guys are just blowing them up. So I'm just like, my God, next thing you know, he's going to be a top 30 ADP guy. We don't even know what to expect. <laughs> Mike. That's it. That's all for us. Go ahead. Get on over to Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't joined yet, underdogfantasy.com. Use code RUNPURE. Get a deposit bonus up to $100 for JSU for C-Dome. See you next week. 